I'm going to use the analogy of a football game to describe this debt ceiling crisis and raising of the debt ceiling. So you go to the stadium to watch your favorite team play. They lose by 30 points. You probably don't even stay until the last second of the fourth quarter. You're already gone. Disgusted. Imagine, though, your team goes off the field. Heads are down. They're dejected, frustrated. But then the coach comes into the locker room and says, Fellas, raise your heads because there's going to be joy. I'm going to send the captains over to the opposing team's locker room, and they're going to negotiate a deal that will make all of us feel better. On a scale of 1 to 10, how stupid is that? Obviously, it's a 10. But let me tell you what's even dumber. Imagine any fan that would hang around for that in the stadium. See, I'm going to order another hot dog. I know we lost by 30, but they're going to do a deal that's going to make me feel better. No, that's, that's so crazy. And that's where the American people are with this debt ceiling stuff. It's the most meaningless discussion Congress can possibly have. Used to, it wasn't even a political issue. But in the past 60 years, over 80 times have we had to watch this thing play out. And it's utterly stupid. Legislation passed back in 1917. It was called the Second Liberty Bond Act, signed by Woodrow Wilson. By the way, that guy, a lot like Joe Biden, and I love me some Woodrow Wilson, but under him, constitutional amendment was passed that gave the federal government the right to take our income for taxes. Also, the Federal Reserve was created. And this thing, just like Joe Biden, gets a lot of stuff done. I disagree with all of it, but it's going to make Joe Biden president in 2024. You wait and see. But back to this bill, Congress was just trying to save themselves some time. See, back in Article One of the Constitution, it says that the Secretary of the Treasury, which ours is Janet Yellen, she can't write a single check to pay the bills. It's not approved by Congress. They just tried to make their life easier, so they set a ceiling for debt. This gave the Secretary of Treasury the opportunity when she didn't have enough money to pay the bills, which is all the time now, she could just generate some bonds. Treasury bonds, sell those to China, drug cartels, you know, all the rich enemies throughout the world so they can invest in America and then she will have cash to pay the bills. Hey, shocker for you Americans, these bills that are passed that you love so much, these spending bills, we don't have the money to pay for most of those. So, yeah, this is an important game. But the debt ceiling crisis time, the, the game's over. I wish Kevin McCarthy would stand up and say to his Republican sisters and brothers, folks, the game is over. Let's prepare for the next one. So a new spending bill. And here's, the, here's where the game is to be played. Here's where you need to engage with your representatives. It first goes to the House Appropriation Group, the Ways and Means Committee. And that's where the blood is to be shed, the tears and the, the sweat. That's where you scream at the, your enemy across the table, trash talk, call them liars and cheats, when you put your face in front of the cameras to talk about how awful the spending plan is and the fact that we don't have the money to pay for it. But hey, you may lose that. It goes to the House floor. It's kind of like the second quarter. And again, the debate ensues. This is where you use your 110%. You may lose that, and it goes to the Senate floor. And again, the fight is on. But when it gets to the president's desk and he signs it, you know, Joe looks at it, picks up that ceremonial pen, signs it, you know, Pat Bob Biden puts the pen down, the buzzer sounds, the game is over. I can't think of anything dumber than what we're doing with this. We're going to pay the bills.